Good afternoon, good evening, good night, and welcome to Throwbacks, where we talk all things cool and retro. I'm your host, Brad, and this is my co-host, the Bebele, and to my crusher, Uncle BJ. Hey, 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 everybody. Great to be here tonight. Thank you, Brad. Brad, the pinky to my brain, the snarf to my lino. Good to be here with you this evening. Yeah, a few... uh... A few minutes, a few hours, a few days late, but uh, we finally got the internet situation figured out here at uh, at my casa, so um, yeah, that's all good, as long as we get it in a decent time frame, but uh, we're all set up now and ready to go. Yes, let's get at it. All right, so we're going to start off with uh, a little bit of entertainment news, um, which is a little on the, on the light side. Um, again, you know, San Diego Comic-Con's on its way, so... Uh, We'll see how that goes. That with the writer strike and everything else going on, but uh, we did get the kind of the, the big news of the year, and we have uh, Superman Legacy has casted Superman and Lois Lane with uh, David Cornsweet for Superman, obviously, and Rachel Brosnan will be Lois Lane. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about him, but uh, you know, uh, Mr. Cornsweet guy, he. Uh, he looks like a Clark Kent. Needs to put on a, a couple LBs and get nice and buff. But dude looks like uh looks like a Clark Kent. So away we go. Of course. Some some might say up up and away. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that should be a, a man. The whole thing is going to be a a weird reboot because they seem to be sitting at a at a. Reboot. What are we gonna do? Um, you know, we're kind of we're, we're we're soft rebooting with the Aquaman being in the Flash. Spoiler alert! At the very end, he's, he's laying in a puddle of uh, of junk, so it's not exactly a uh, a super interesting thing. But um, you know, so he's in there. They still put Wonder Woman in, and uh, you know, so are they just gonna with with Flash not doing so hot? Are they just gonna? I guess are they just gonna bounce out and just completely reboot it, and you know maybe peek their head into Flash when they want to, or or what are they gonna do? But either way, they're still gonna roll uh, with this new Superman, and we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be just fine. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. But uh, so that's a you know it's 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 a reboot, and we'll see what happens. Um, moving on to the next thing, we got uh, Dune Part Two. Uh, trailer came out. Uh, you know, I'm not a Dune guy. I saw the first movie. Uh, uh, dug it. The story's just so massive, it's hard to wrap your head around unless you're like a really hardcore fan. But the trailer did look pretty cool. Yeah, looks very Dune-y. Looks very cool. The uh, first first one was on. Yeah, lots <laughs> of worms and spice and whatnot. Yeah, so I mean it it. I don't know. It's going to be cool. It's one of those, like, I'll see it and be happy that I saw it. Um, but it's not going to be anything that uh, it will, you know, replay over and over again. But, uh, you know, as long as I get a good uh, probably three-plus hours out of it, then uh, I'll, I'll be happy with it. But uh, something that I could watch for probably three hours and, and, and really get a lot of play out of it is uh, Venom 3 has started filming. Um, man. This whole things are these things are weird because we've got uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about Deadpool three uh, you know beginning to film 
But with this whole writer strike thing going on in Hollywood, it it makes you worried because, well, I mean, you you just have to film has already been written, so you can't, you know, adjust or you know ah, that doesn't you know it looked good on yeah. paper, but it's not really looking good on film. Like, can handle you, that, you know? You just no, no ad lib, yeah, right? Like no winging it. Yep the the page set the page says pause you pause the page says you know <laughs> looks tentatively into venom's eyes then you gotta do that it's uh, i don't know yeah and maybe they could do like the big action scenes and stuff like that and, and work on the dialogue or something later but we'll see yeah. but uh you know almost almost kind of surprised this is happening um you know the venom and carnage while good you know it was mediocre you know, in the box office, but, um, you know, I guess, I guess Sony's wanting to do anything they can to tie into, uh, you know, the Superman or Superman, Spider-Man success with Marvel. So, uh, they're going to plug away. Yeah. Well, I'll watch it. Can't speak for other millions of people. Yeah. I don't think you'll have a problem, uh, filling that one in there. Um, this one just, is just kind of on the rumor trail, but, um, the Ray movie is supposedly, according to Kathleen Kennedy, going to uh, tie into the other new um, Star Wars film that's supposed to be directed by Mangold, who just did the the new indie film, and I think he did Wolverine, something like that. Uh, he did Logan. Another one of the ex- yeah, Logan. That's what I was looking for. Uh, he did Logan. Um, so that's supposed to tie in. You know, I don't know that it'll be any direct tie-in. Uh, if I had to guess, and I'll get your opinion on it here in just a second, but if I had to guess, it's going to be Ray. You know, because now that she has the the ancient text that she got from the tree at the end of Last <laughs> Jedi, that she'll be able to really kind of go back to the basics of what the Jedi were supposed to be and the found and the founding principles of it. And that's that's how it ties in. I mean, well, that's the real trick, isn't it? They're all supposed to tie in, but somehow these directors don't understand how to do that, which I don't get. Well, I mean, especially with this, this is 25,000 years in the future, or in the past, sorry. So this is like literally, you know, some dude looking at an apple and like, man, I really want that apple, but it's too tall on the tree. And then oh, he uses the force somehow, and there we go. You know, <laughs> is, you know, is that is that how we're going to go about it? But, you know. Unlimited. Apples. Apples. Shake the tree. Well, that's really the only way that I can think that it would, I mean, it's 25,000 years. It's literally, you know, an immeasurable amount of time that it can be is, you know, Ray going through these these books that would, I would assume, be written in this, this time period of the founding of the Jedi Order. Maybe they'll do it like the never-ending story, you know, like Ray is chilling in, in like a room somewhere. There's a thunderstorm going on, and she's eating an apple, and she's like reading the books, like the kid in Neverending Story, and as she's reading it, like we're seeing the movie happen. Yeah, and then little <laughs> random breaks as as Finn walks in with her with their kids, and oh, right. are you uh, reading some more Jedi text? Yeah, honey, I, you know, just just chilling out. I'll be there in a minute. All right. Well, well, I think well this this sandwiches. weird. Yeah, this weird bread gelatin thing's not going to make itself, so let's let's hurry up a little bit. But, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of uh, that's an interesting little nugget, and I mean, I liked Ray, so and I like Star Wars, 
and I think they know that they could have done a heck of a lot better. So we'll see. Um, I, I'm, I'm ready for a new movie. Uh, you know, I've enjoyed the the TV series and things like that, and I think Ahsoka is going to be mind blowing. Uh, I think that's going to just blow us all away. But um, I'm ready for a good, you know, a good blockbuster. I'm ready for Disney to put, you know, millions, tens of twenties of hundreds of millions of dollars behind a good Star Wars movie and 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 really let it rip and see what we can get out of it. I'm I'm ready for it. Did we talk about Skeleton Crew at all? I don't remember. Oh, no. Nah. I, I don't think we know much about that. They haven't put anything out really, other than it's Jude Law with a bunch of kids and that one. See, Nick, yeah, Nick I, I, I haven't been paying attention. Shame on me. I haven't been paying attention enough that I'm like, okay, Acolyte, which is which comes like Acolyte is supposed to be in that little period, like right before Palpatine. And then where, mm-hmm. like, I, I think, and then Skeleton Crew yeah. falls somewhere in in between this Ahsoka time period. Because I think that's kind of when, because I think those are the ones that are supposed to kind of tie together are Skeleton Crew, Ahsoka, um, and Mando, Mando and Boba yeah. Fett. So I think those are the ones. And yep. then Acolyte is kind of it's on its own pre, pre- yeah, Palpatine yeah, yeah. or leading up to Palpatine. Yeah. Which would be um, cool if we get like a young Palpatine. That would be gnarly. Oh, man. Maybe. You know, if you get like some kind of like, there's a mysterious who's the Sith guy, and it ends up being um, what's his face, uh, Palpatine's uh, master. Uh, oh, Plagueis. Plagueis, yeah. Oh, Plagueis, you get like a Plagueis in the shadows, and you know, yeah. the series kind of kind of ends with with the assassination of Plagueis by Sidious. That'd be you know, super. That would be awesome to actually see that. Uh-huh. But that's our that's our happy hopes and happy dreams. But um, now we can move on to some things that'll be reality soon. And uh, <laughs> this week's toy news, uh, we've got NECA dropping a uh, heater, which this was actually technically revealed uh, last year at San Diego Comic Con, and then just kind of like went into the into the winds a little bit. And that is their uh, dinosaur figures with uh, Earl Sinclair, which is the the big dad. Uh, and the baby uh, figures come into the NECA line. Dude, pump, yeah, pump, pump for these. Um, not a line that if it can use past those two that I that I think I'll I say that, but man, that'd be cool to have that teenager, uh, the kid with the you know his like Letterman jacket. That's a that'd be a cool figure too. So I don't know. Right off the, right off the bat, I would I would I tend to say I wouldn't dive. You know, too deep into that, but those two, yeah, those are definitely going on my uh, miscellaneous shelf when they come out. Yeah, they look cool. I can see you, you know, making put, put them with your Power Rangers. They're all in scale. <laughs> Just have it all like be awkward. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus and he pops out, and you get some weird like, man, that, that's where like the uh, those crazy photo people, the toy photography people, could really cool do some. You know, cool editing and you know, make some funny skits and stuff like that. But you know, I'm sure it's a good. I'm sure it'll be a good thirty-five bucks, like most NECA figures are. Um, I know the baby yeah. will have a, a million accessories, so that'll be cool. Yeah, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely dive into those two lines or those two, and and we'll see it goes after that. Um, and from things that we're getting to things we are no longer getting, and that is super Sam super salmon. Super silly, silly salmon. Uh, Super Seven is 
canceling the Madame Woe and White Tiger Zord from wave four or five of their Power Ranger Ultimates. Um, weird. Um, yeah. They said they didn't get enough orders. I don't know. Um, Bummer. Well, at least they're getting in front of it and saying we're going to cancel it instead of just letting the pre-order drag out for like nine years. And 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 that's the kind of a thing that they've had a problem with recently is is they're doing that. But I guess my thought is if if you're basically doing a made to order line, then just put out the number. Do like a Haslab. Like, hey, if you guys want this, five thousand. You need yeah. to have five thousand, six thousand. Like, put that number out there and and go from there. Instead of this, I mean, I ordered these six, five, six months ago, and now it's like, yep, yep, those aren't coming. Um, and if I had, you know, if it was, if I had started a collection, you know, and I did, I, so that's kind of a kick in the teeth for me because now I've got all these other swords lined up and I'm not going to get the white tiger sword. So, you know, do I want to collect all the swords now? I've already bought two. Yeah, I think I will because I think I'm kind of too deep in it at this point, uh, to pull back, but I won't go, I won't go deep on the bad guys. I won't go get the Sphinx or the or the Finster or the Zed because it it kind of appears like the lines, you know, heading to the end if they're already canceling uh, future figures. But uh, so that's kind of crummy news. But uh, for some people, maybe actually be crummy news and a weird. uh, I'm super excited, but oh man, this is gonna really hurt my bank account and. I'll let you talk about this one a little bit there, uh, Uncle BJ. This is more up your alley, but uh, they're really teasing hard for a Ultimate Super 7 Cat's Lair. Up my alley cat, you might say. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know anything about it yet. I just, uh, they're showing some uh, new figure reveals. And uh, if you notice in the background, we see something that looks more and more and more like a Cat's Lair. And uh, what? I, I it 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 looks. I, I think it's a done deal. I think it's come. I might be a little late on the the, the this is happening news. I think it's happening. But uh, man, that's going to be great. I might have to get they, that. Uh, they put out a picture of Lionel sitting at like I guess the command center. Yes, uh, I did see that. I don't know if you saw that one. So I guess. Obviously, you know, with with the fact that they couldn't sell enough white tigers or Madame Woe, which Madame Woe is not super surprising, um, the yeah. a, a very niche, you know, thing, but one that people had wanted, but maybe not on that scale. But anyway, um, back to the cats. Later, the, I guess the the, the big factor is going to be scale. Are they really going to do true to scale? Which I don't think they're going to do. Um, they can't. <laughs> yeah. Really I just, it, it, yeah, I don't. They've already got the tank, which was was huge, but that doesn't mean that you can't maybe do, you know, like a quarter section. Uh-huh. You know, like maybe the top. You don't get the feet. You don't get whatever, but you get like a really cool top section and kind of find a happy place there to where you can, you know, have the guys on the inside and set up some quarters, some command centers, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I think it'll be like. Snake Mountain, kind of how you just, you know, there's an outside and then you just kind of turn it around and then all oh, there's the, the cool stuff is on the inside, you know? 
like where that command center is with the you know, I never had the cat's lair when I was a kid, but I'm almost certain an eighties playset had a jail cell, a command center, and maybe somewhere to park the thunder tank, but I doubt we'll have that with this one. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Um, and, and then I, it's got to be what, 700, 800? Yeah. It's got to be in that range. Probably. Undergrand. Probably undergrand. It's got to be undergrand. I don't, think, I don't think they'll even attempt it if it's that high, but yeah, I don't yeah. think 700's out of the realm. Um, I don't know much about it, but I don't think it's a very paint-wise, I don't think it's a very intricate paint job on it. Uh, so yeah. that'll that'll save on cost. Um, but definitely, I mean, hey, uh, yeah, I mean, they're making everything cartoon color, so it's not going to be super fancy. Nah. And I'm down for it, man. I mean, all these things that, you know, if, if you're going to hit the go after the adult market, like go after the adult market, go after these people, you know, mm-hmm. I, again, super bummed about the nitro thing, not funding. I, that was, I was a day one backer on that and just didn't come to fruition but you know you never know the market on things until you put it out there and give it a shot but uh super pumped man it's not something i'll be into but i'll I'll love to see it yeah definitely i think it's gonna be pretty cool looking no matter what they do and then uh speaking of crowdfundings uh mattel creations put out and they they dabble in the uh in the new kind of has lab model they put out their Jurassic Park crowdfunding. Um, this is for the big, massive gate uh, from the original that they go through. Uh, it's motorized. It's got, supposedly it's got like fog effects, and then it's got uh, the torch lights and a uh, updated, what's it called, uh, the Ford Explorer with you know opening doors and and really intricate panels on the inside. Um, as it's sitting at about 25% funded currently. It's, it's a slow tread in one. Um, I don't know if they're going to get there. I think they really kind of mess up on because the, the next tier, even if they get that tier, is only like fencing, like a panel on each side, which is jabroni-ish. That's just okay. It's like four wires <laughs> and a pole. And like some signs, and then a repaint um, figure that's already been released. He's like dirtier, um, and that's like the next tier to get to. And then the tier after that is a legacy or their version of legacy. Uh, it's the Hammond Collection T Rex, which is okay, cool. Now, if you started with the T Rex, the Gate, and uh, a Ford Explorer, yeah, you probably you probably fund these things. Uh, but with that being the third tier, man, I don't know. I don't think this thing's going to, I don't, I really don't know if this thing's going to get funded as it stands. I think they're going to have to move around, um, in order to get this thing funded, even at the base level. Now, is this a six inch figure scale or is this three and three quarter inch figure scale? Yeah. I couldn't tell. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it it looks awesome and yeah. If we, if I, if I could know that I would get the first, if I could get, if I knew I could get the fencing, the gate, the Ford, and the Jurassic, or the Jurassic, the T Rex, yeah, I, I'd probably, I would jump in on it. But so you're on board stands, with this, man. Right? Yeah, I would jump in on it, but okay, 
not not at not at just the gate in the Ford Explorer. Like, no. You know, I love so that got dinosaurs or no, not on the first tier. What? Oh, come on. It's literally just the gate, which is it's motorized and it's high speed, but <laughs> it's a gate in the Ford Explorer and you like come uh, I mean you you get you get a T Rex. Why wouldn't you get a T Rex? Like the yeah, biggest that's, thing that's what I'm saying. Have. You've made a million of them. Repaint it, retool it just a little bit, and include it in that first wave. And then you can go on to like the little like cause the last tier is is it's cool, but it's such a joke at the same time. It's um another one of the characters is the little girl um that gets trapped in the car. It's her like muddied up. So it's like yeah. it's literally just a repaint with a goat. <laughs> whose goat. leg pops off. Whose whose leg pops off after you know it like it falls on the on the car or whatever after the T the Rex eats it. Oh yeah. How is that a tier? That's that's literally a ten dollars. That's an accessory. Yeah. Right. But so, and, and you know, I think I think they're gonna struggle with this anyway, just for the reason that only the really hardcore people are gonna go for this because I'm sorry. Every time I see Jurassic Park toys, it reminds me of the budget play sets that came like it. Remember at Toys R Us, you'd go to the back and there'd be like, here's the diving set. And it comes yes. with a shark and a boat and five figures and all these other cool things. And it's like 20 bucks. <laughs> and they had a dinosaur one too that had like four dinosaurs and like, you know, their little Jurassic Park. Rip off characters. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna look that up because <laughs> I'm remembering that that was almost a thing. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just certain projects like this just blow my mind at like they're thinking like, oh yeah, we'll just uh, we'll put anything out and they'll accept it. Yeah, but and you know, miss, crowdfunded miss the it... window. the The 30 year anniversary was like six months ago. So it's like, oh, oh yeah. you know, super hype. And then, but that was like a couple months ago. So why would you not do it during, uh, just, that drives me nuts. Ugh. But anyway, so we'll see how that goes. I, I, like I said, I'm not sure that's going to get there, but, uh, we'll see. Um, moving on to the next, uh, reveal slash pre Indiana Jones, uh, from Hasbro, they put out their latest wave. Uh, for pre-order, and many think it will be the last wave, uh, uh, at least full wave, and that includes uh, Dr. Henry Jones Sr., Dr. Elsa Schneider, uh, another indie, uh, a Knight Templar from The Last Crusade, or, yeah, yeah, Last Crusade, yep. um, and a few other ones, uh, two two from the new movie, uh, The Big Bad Guy, and um, Antonio Banderas' uh, character from the new one. Um, I jumped in on... Henry Jones Sr. Oh, just because oh, I'm a Sean, yeah, I'm a Sean, I'm a Sean Connery mark. I went ahead and did Elsa Schneider. Eh, I, I may cancel that one. Um, that was kind of a fun cool looking figure. And then, yeah, and then I then I jumped in on the Knights Templar because I just could not. He do looks that, awesome. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. we'll see. I, th I think um, maybe they'll do one more wave, and then it'll it'll be like. Uh, the old uh, Indiana Jones wave that, or the figures they put out around uh, Crystal Skull time that were like super hard to get now. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's 
and another thing I think is is, is hurting the is hurting the line is you know of course you want your main guys but you also need a few you need your troop builders and you're not getting that because they refuse to do you know um, from any any bad guys we'll just say, um, we'll just say yeah. German uniforms German <laughs> uniforms which again obviously you're not gonna put a you know you know what the, on it the thing the thing on the arm you're not gonna do that which is fine but a black I mean you did red skull. Like yep. you did the Red Skull from Captain America, and that's dang close. Like, just do something like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Super simple, something like that. Do your your Temple guys from Temple of Doom. You know, put a do like they're kind of doing with the with the Hasbro Star Wars line of the troopers. Do that with like you know a different arm and a couple accessories for a no name guy. So you know, yeah, I mean. You know, where's our where's my German mechanic? He's not even wearing a shirt. <laughs> yep. I mean just things like that that would really help fill out the wave. And I know in, in in general, like a lot of those will end up being peg warmers kind of at the end. Uh but for to get the hardcores to stay into it, you know, you, you kinda have to have those those world builders. So um but I I never really I think we talked about it. We we kind of uh before we started this pod, we talked about it's probably got about four waves in it, and that looks like it's gonna about what it's gonna be. So um, that was done. Let's see, we got uh, Mattel did a little bit. Uh, they had a little convention overseas, um, say Brazil or something. And they off a few. Uh, we won't deep dive into it too much, but it's a lot of uh, re-releases from previous waves. A couple guys, including uh, Bruno San Martino, Honky Tonk Man, uh, a throwback shield version of Seth Rollins, Virgil, and some few others, which um, some of the hardcore collectors don't like this because, well, <laughs> I collected it five years ago, and my figure is worth 80 bucks, but now you're re-releasing it, and now it's crap. Um, so I get that. Um, as somebody that eight years ago, um, you know, didn't have a lot of money, was, was struggling, uh, you know, and couldn't and had to be real picky. They like, oh, do I want to get this uh, John Cena or do I want to get Bruno San Martino and blue trunks and that's it? Like, no, nah, I'm gonna go with the John Cena. That's yeah, that's where my money was gonna go. Um, so I get that, and and I hope that they do these re-releases change the figure just a little bit. Like with the Bruno, they are uh, apparently his trunks are a different color than what they were with the first release. So just do like little simple changes like that. Like just change it just enough where the people that got the original one don't feel like a slap in the face. Yeah. yeah. Like cool. It's it. got, you know, pinless joints. Like that's great, but it doesn't really change the look of the figure as it's sitting on my shelf. Um, so yep. I see both sides of that. And I hope they do do that for, uh, you know, those hardcore people. I know I've got my uh, ultimate edition, ultimate warrior from, the WCW run, and that thing was worth like 130, 150 bucks. Now they re-released it, wow. so okay, cool. <laughs> and I opened one. I have one opened, and I've got one mint and box because they were clearanced out. So it's like that one in the Ronda Rousey. People weren't really sure about spending thirty bucks on a figure at the time, which ha ha ha. Looking at it now, 
Um, so those are like the two of the most valuable ones that you can get because like, eh, yeah, whatever, don't really care. And they just, you know, opened them and did whatever with them or just ignored them. Um, so let's see. Um, so this is up your alley. Um, we got G.I. Joe Dragonfly. The uh, HasLab project is it's chugging along pretty good. Obviously, it, it funded day one. Um, I yep. think, it, and then it's it's hit its next tier and it's working on uh, the following tier, which is at sixteen thousand, I believe, and it's currently sitting at about fourteen thousand seven hundred. Uh, I think it's got like a week or so to go. Usually, there's a big rush. Uh, obviously, we, we got uh, payday coming up again on the fifteenth. Um, for a lot of people, so they'll have they'll have had three checks to kind of save up for this. Uh, I think it'll get that sixteen tier, and and then that's pretty much where it'll end. It'll probably end at like sixteen forty, something like that. Um, so that's cool. I'm happy for everybody that's going to get that. That thing's awesome. Did you pre-order that? Uh, not yet. I will be one of those people on the fifteenth, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just making that happen. You can do a pay yeah. four for it. You should be able to. Yeah. Spread it out a little yeah. bit. Um, and then this is definitely up your alley because I have no clue, but uh, this is apparently a Soundwave uh, slash G.I. Joe Transformer crossover uh, was announced and put on pre-order. Yeah. Uh, they're starting this line with like a legit crossover with Transformers and G.I. Joe, and I think this is the way to do it. You know, They, they should have integrated these things in toy form you know, 30 years ago, but um, the the his tank that turns into Megatron with the Baroness, that looks really cool. I didn't care for the, the Awestriker turning into Bumblebee. I'm like, why the hell doesn't it turn into Hound? That would make sense because Hound's green and Bumblebee's yellow, which I don't understand. It looks weird. <laughs> so I didn't get that one. I'm, I'm going to get the... Th- Somehow, who would have guessed the Thunder Machine has enough blue on it where it can make a completely legit looking sound wave or legit enough, you know, with some crap hanging off. Nice. And, uh, and, 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 you know, these are, these are coming with the the O-ring figures, which are not getting really talked about. These figures that they're coming with are pretty cool. It comes with a, mm -hmm, it comes with a Zartan and Zarana and, uh, they look a little bit different than the vintage versions, but you can tell it's basically the same mold, but they look good. Um, uh, I think that I think it looks good as the Thunder Machine. I think it looks possibly better than the original Thunder Machine because the Thunder, the real, the original Thunder Machine looks kind of rickety, and you know, like if you kick it, like the tires are going to fall off or something. But uh, it, it looks solid. It looks good. You know, it's interesting the way they're integrating the figures, like they're in some kind of they, you know, when Soundwave transforms into robot mode, they can uh, kind of sit in the back, you know, like they're. Manning some guns or something, and uh, it comes with a ravage, I think. Uh, so the cassette, the G- he's a jaguar, oh, okay. turns into the cassette. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's gonna be cool. I, I haven't seen too many pictures of it. I, I really want to see a review of this thing, or or just go ahead and get one. I mean, I'm gonna get one, so it, it looks cool. I'm on board. I think it's a hundred bucks, you know, it's eh, not bad in the masterpiece I mean... world. That's like a tiny transformer. It's just one thing, so <laughs> yeah. To have a cool crossover like that, especially one that like hits hits the notes that you're looking for, 
that's always good, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, the uh, the Stranger Things, Ghostbusters, like pretty on the nose for them to have those figures. You know, oh cool, two properties I really dig: Stranger Things and Ghostbusters. Easy, easy sell for me. So you know, mm-hmm. anytime you can get a good, good crossover, uh, it's always worth diving into. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Oh, um, this is actually kind of cool. Uh, you know, albeit a movie that I have very little interest in, but it's the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie figures are hitting. And I heard somebody talking the other day, and they made a really good point about how nice it is, and we haven't seen this in so long, of a movie coming out and just like, boom toy aisle is just packed like we'll see oh, yeah. marvel we'll see marvel movies and we'll see like okay you know there's the marvel legends there's the cheap kid figures and then there's like a web shooter like a nice little you know five six pegs like this thing is full end caps it's a good it's a good rollout All right, there's we're talking like you know the, the little target things that now have like the end caps that shoot out so it's like the front of the end cap the size of the end cap and then the next one over is full too. So it's like, you know, I don't really care to see this movie, but that is cool to see. Uh, you can appreciate the, the marketing. Yeah. yeah, like shippers at Walmart are just like slammed. I'm like, dude, awesome. If this is if this is a gateway to get kids into Turtles, if they see this, they're like, well, I want to watch Ninja Turtles. You're like, okay, okay let, me, uh, let me show you a little something, something, something. You bust out the old secret of the ooze and, uh, you know, really, really hit it home or, you know, the cartoon even like, well, here's like 30 hours of cartoon footage. Here we go. Um, So that's cool. Just something, something that, you know, they mentioned and and I kind of saw, I was like, you know, that's a really good point. Like it is cool. Um, And I I do miss when the toys lined up with the movie or the TV show or whatever. They did have a cool four pack that I was, almost tempted by um and it was kind of like a throwback it was kind of a throwback to the other turtles line and it had uh like donatello in the star trek uniform and then it had like raf and uh an astronaut and then the other two or something else but you know those kind of like down the road turtle figures that they did um you know to change up the costumes and stuff but they put those as a four pack and i thought that was really cool so i was tempted by that that's one that i'll I'll keep an eye on if it sticks around long enough and goes on clearance, I might pull the trigger on. Cool. Oh, and uh, you were talking about G.I. Joe a minute ago. Also, uh, some new, some more six-inch figures were announced. Uh, nothing to get too excited about, though. One was a, a, a repainted Viper. It's like a Crimson Viper. I'm like, eh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> nunchucks. Nunchuck was just, he was part of Ninja Force. Some people don't even know who that is. Like, like some of these ninjas are like super deep cuts. You know, like nobody knew who Kamakura was except for me. You know, nobody knew who Dumbchuck was. And uh, Fire the Firefly looks really good. I may get him because the first Fire Firefly they did kind of looks crappy in my opinion. Um, yeah. So you know, I might get him, I'm, or I might just talk myself into diamonds. Fine, it's good enough. I don't, I don't need to ultimately invest fifty dollars in a Firefly, but that's that's about it. You don't want to you want to delve that deep into it. Not on that guy. It was a Zartan. (laughs) Zartan's my boy. Zartan. 
Alrighty. Uh, I think that about wraps up our, uh, our figure section of the day. Um, we're going to jump right into uh, a little breaky poo before we jump into what we watched and what we got this week. Know him. 172 sleeps until Christmas morning, until the jolly fat man comes down the chimney and drops off some figures, some cookies, some nookies. Oh, I mean, well, maybe if we're lucky. Uh, but, uh, you know, something to look. We're, get, we're getting closer, 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 closer. But um, hopefully oh, we oh, can oh, get closer oh. and closer to uh, talking about what we watched this week. Uh, you know what? We're gonna. I'm gonna skip all mine. I saw here. Here, real quick. This is what we. This is what Brad did this week. He watched Secret Invasion, which uh, I think that was episode two, and that was fine. Uh, he <laughs> watched The Martian Extended Edition. That was fine. I watched an episode of Strange New World. That was fine. Cool. Anyway, so you watched the full season of Picard and yeah. go. Tell me who was right. Brad was right. Go ahead, say it. Say it. Say it. Brad was right. He doesn't want to say it. It's okay. I understand. Um, Uncle BJ finally did it. He sat down. I uh, I told him I went ahead and put it on actually our our work computer. Um, at at the end of the at the end of the night usually is is kind of a quiet time. So uh, I put on uh. I put on Paramount Plus for him. Went ahead, got through the commercials, pre previews, everything before the show. Put it on Picard season three, episode one. Had it like queued up for him. Was like, all right, watch it. And then he finally watched it. And BJ, what'd you think? I was not disappointed. It was great. I didn't expect it to. Uh, you know. I love Star Trek, and I just feel like it's been a a franchise that has not been handled nearly as well as it could have been lately. So I had basically given up all hope on it. But uh, I actually watched Strange New Worlds first, I think, um, and uh, I, I was surprised at how how much I liked it. I thought that was pretty good. So I was like, "Well, okay, I'll just watch Picard then." And yeah, uh, I, I was like, man, that's even better. I think that gave you a little little faith that oh, maybe they, yeah. not, every, not everything that they're doing is terrible. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what it was because I watched that and was like, huh, well, maybe if this is good, and, you know, yeah, maybe you're you'd not had, You'd had a taste of Picard. You watched an episode or two of season one. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> which, you know, and that's what I was, when we started this whole thing about trying to get you to do it, um, I was like, dude, I'm, I, I promise it's it's a it's like one and two didn't even exist, and this is just like, oh, by the way, we uh, realized that next gen needed an extra season, and here you go. Oh, and along the way, we're gonna give you some awesome, cool nuggets from Voyager, DS Nine, uh, First Contact. You know, we're just gonna sprinkle all this goodness in here that you love, and um, just basically rub your shoulders the whole time. Give you a nice bowl of popcorn and just show you everything that you ever could wanted to want to see from a next gen season. You know, whatever eight, I guess it would be. I think it's, they did seven seasons. I think, right? Uh, yeah, so, yeah. See, so season eight of uh, 
Star Trek uh, Next Generation. But, and, uh, um, I think that... It, it, it might be blasphemous to say this, but I think if this was a, a much more satisfying ending than we've gotten in pretty much any Star Trek show because the show was always almost always never had like a definitive ending. They just kind of teetered off slightly, you know, where, where you were like, okay, this is either the end or this could just come right back next week. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's just how they used to make TV shows. Right. And well, sitting here talking about it, you know, obviously you're not going to, you're not going to start a show with a bunch of 80 year old people and like, oh, well, this is the end of their journey. Like, this is how the show ends. This is how the, the series is the end, like, for these characters. Like, no, you usually get them at their height, at their, you know, at the precipice of their greatness. And then you get five, six, seven years of, of watching them. And then, you know, obviously they're on to the next show. And, you know, the show gets canceled as viewership wanes or, or you run out of cool stories. So you never really get to see kind of, like the end for these characters you don't ever you really just gonna get like all right well we're off to the next uh destination and and we'll be just continuing these journeys here you got the movies which kind of like hit these awesome high notes and and to star trek's credit they did give you you know their last episode was you know old man data old man picard uh you know at the (laughs) vineyards and things like that so they they were smart and proactive in that in that thought, but this you really got to flesh it out. You really get to give good closure to every single character um, that you really cared about um, from next, and you got closure for each one of them, and really just a great way of doing it. I thought. Yep, and uh, and they did kind of set up, you know, if they wanted to do another show, the what the three or four younger characters, you know, at the end with a seven being a captain and uh yeah. Picard's son in a what was the girl I never can remember her name, Raffi. It's like her first yeah. officer. I think yeah. that that would you know that that could make a cool show. I'd be I'd watch that. And and you know on that it's such a a he really just laid the, the director, the producer, really just laid out a map of like, bro, this is how it's done. And, you know, and we, we, the, like, you can't be scared of these legacy characters. Mm-hmm. You can't be scared to put Picard and Riker as, as your big boys. And while they're being the big boys of their show, you know, you, you build up, you build up these other secondary characters to, over the course of the season to like them, to love them, to, to want to see more of them. And then as you said, Oh, well, here we go. Let's watch the adventures of seven and nine, uh, you know, Picard's son and Raffi go on a whole new adventures on the enterprise F. Now, why can't that be done in such things as, Oh, I don't know. The force awakens JJ Abrams, who I thought in, and I will give it credit. The force awakens is a good movie. I think they did fine with it. Um, but he was scared to have Luke in the story as a pivotal character because he was afraid that it would take away from Ray and that people could not fall in love with Ray because they're too busy loving Luke. But here's just proof of how you can do that. 
and you can send off you can slowly as you build ray you slowly pull back luke and there you go you're off to the races with a whole new trilogy yeah this is the uh this is really what we should have got in star wars <laughs> no 100 uh, percent. Uh, anyway yeah i like that but, um i could talk about but i mean beautiful i just i love it so much um but uh we're 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 heading to our our deep end of our of our time slot so let's go ahead and hop into um oh let's see we saw Indy. um we'll probably dive into it a little bit more next week but uh we both enjoyed it uh definitely was a more fitting end than uh kingdom of the crystal skull which i don't hate um i know a lot of people do um good ending uh enjoyed it uh can't complain Inter- excited to see what's next um, on that. Um, so now we're going to jump over to what we got this week. I will start first. Um, we went to uh, a toy show last week, and I picked up a uh, WWE Page Elite. This is her first Elite. Uh, she was loose, uh, came with the NXT Women's uh, Championship belt. Um, got her for they wanted seven dollars, but I had six dollars in my wallet, so it actually worked out nicely that I could say, Hey, yeah, um, all I got, we take it. And uh, luckily for me, they took it. Um, let's see. And then while I was at the show, I picked up a carded saga collection Pago the Lesser, which I'm just now seeing. It looks like they cut out like a oh, you know what? They must have had like a point thing. So they cut out the thing at the bottom, which makes it easier for me to um, to open. So I'm going to go ahead and crack that open later on tonight and put that on my shelf. Let's see what else we got here. Let's dig deep. We've got from DC and McFarlane, I've got Lex Luthor power suit. Uh, this comes with a throne. It's Luthor, like in a comic version. And a blued out uh, Superman kind of armored up version. I saw this on, I want to say I got it on Amazon, pretty positive. Uh, but it was like eight bucks on Amazon. And I figured, you know what, with the throne, um, his face is all cool and he's got a, a, a super cool body armor. I said, let's pull the trigger for eight bucks. It can't go wrong. Um, let's see. Another Amazon find. Another Amazon find, Super Sentai. Uh, this was the complete series for Zyu Ranger. I can never. I call myself a Pirate nerd, but I should be better at this. Um, I already have this, the full series on DVD. Super Sentai. Um, but when I, yeah, but when I got it, it was on. It was like fifty bucks. Um, but it was on sale for like twenty bucks. I figured, you know what? I'll keep it in case. And and I'm a a huge proponent of physical media so I, I couldn't uh, pass that up um speaking of things i couldn't pass up about a year ago when these pre-orders went up for power town um these are the ultras i did get two i did not get the whole line uh mainly because they were like 50 bucks a piece and i don't roll that hard um especially on a you know an untested line um, I was I was tempted by the Magnum TA, and looking back, I wish I, I would have pulled the, the trigger on Magnum TA. But I did get uh, Stan the Lariat Hansen. I went ahead and opened him up today, um, 
and and displayed in. But I mean, the packaging on these are great. Just you know, they come with a cool uh, little biography um, on the inside flap. Just a really unique way of doing that. Um, so I, I I opened him up today, and then I also got his tag team partner, Mister Bruiser Brody, who uh, who famously. Uh, was murdered at a wrestling event uh, in the locker room by a, uh, you know another wrestler. Um, pretty wild. He would have been uh, he would have been a big he would have been a big time, and he was already historical. Um, but uh, so got those two through the door. I'm looking forward to to getting some more power towns. I've uh, got them up on display now, so I'm I'm looking forward to uh, digging into those. Uh, how about you, Mister BJ? What'd you get? Oh man, I got a ton of stuff. Uh, but bef- before I tell you what I got, I want to say how cool this superpowers line looks. That is it like every Walmart for ten bucks. You can't beat that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm being tempted every time I go in there. Anyway, uh, let's see. I got Shipwreck, uh, the, the uh, classified version. He's a pretty cool character. I dig him. Uh, I got the the fourth sister, which you know we're talking about like. Figure lines not lining up with their with their properties. Like when Obi Wan came out a year ago now, and I'm just now getting fourth cousin or fourth sister or whatever it is. Yeah. I got the Return of the Jedi Chewie, which you know some people will argue you don't need five Chewies, but it actually worked out perfect because now I have to have one on every shelf that that he every movie he was in. Uh, except I, I, episode think, I think this one is drastically different enough that it it absolutely warrants it. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if I had to nitpick, I wish the chain was a little longer because uh, Leia can't really reach it to like you know drag him. <laughs> uh, but, but he looks good. You know, I mean, it's a good. It's a new sculpt. It's good to see Chewie with a new sculpt. And uh, yeah, he's cool. Um, let's see. I got a. That's like all the new stuff I got we, from our little toy archaeological dig. Uh, we, I got a uh, kind of a beat-up lion Voltron. It's missing some parts and whatnot, but that's that's okay. I can, I'll fix it up. Event. As soon as I fix it up, I'll post pictures of it. Um, I got a couple Thundercats, a couple Masked Guys, some old... Uh, Batman figures. I got this really cool Joker. Like with a, he's got a coat and a hat. It's neat. A Riddler, uh, a Black Star Trobit. I bet you don't know what that is. Uh, uh, no clue. No, <laughs> no clue. Yeah, I think that's about it. I think for this week. Well, yeah, we're watching uh, stuff. Are we watching stuff yet? No, we're not talking about that. Yeah, we watched. Uh, we watched some Picard and we watched some Indy. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say I watched uh, Evil Dead Rise, which I liked it. Thought it was good. Nice. Uh, yeah, it didn't. Uh, you know, it, it didn't really have a lot to do with the the other Evil Dead movies, uh, apart from a little bit of like, hey, these are the Deadites, and this is how this all works, and you know, the, the little things that they say, and you know, the Book of the Dead, obviously. So yeah, it was good. It's a good horror one, uh... movie. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know it's gonna be remembered as a good Evil Dead movie, but I will say it was a good horror movie in general. It was it was enjoyable. So it was cool. 
Yeah, as long as you can uh, have a good little spooky scare out of it, and I guess if you can use the name of the the franchise to make a few bucks out of it and throw in a couple little Easter eggs, then yeah, yeah, for you. And it didn't ruin anything, you know. It wasn't like no, it's not like it changing the lore over the lore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it's fine. Um, And of course, I watched Secret Invasion. I watched the new one that came out today, and the one that came out today, which is episode three of however many and yeah. this was this was probably the weakest one but you know that's how it goes mm-hmm. when it's like right in the middle of 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 a of a short you know the, the show's already fairly short i think there's what six seven episodes something like that so yeah they better yeah. get to it man if they're gonna start uh, yeah trying to hype exactly. if they're gonna hype up the marvels or whatever they better like Marvel, Marvel really needs a home run, and they better get next to it. next week. Better deliver for sure. Exactly. Yeah, or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna put on the snooze button and just wait for Ahsoka. But uh, yeah, that's for, uh, that. that's for a few weeks away. But I'm definitely ready for it. But um, yeah. And uh, righty, Mister uh, BJ. I think oh, we're. Well, one more thing, real quick, is uh, oh, let's see. It's, 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 it's just, it's just music, music related. Uh, Okay. Jason Newstead uh, has, and I'm sure this is several months old now, and everybody else is aware of it, but I wasn't aware of it. But he's got the new band called uh, Chop House, I think, and uh, you know it's pretty good if you like Jason Newstead. But uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It sounds good. It has a good sound to it. It's, it's unique, and um, I mean, he's still no David Ellison, but uh, you know that's really good. Yeah. Is that what you okay, were? Uh, is that what you were listening to when you got your ticket for going too fast? No, I was actually That's listening to. I, I was actually listening to Guns and Roses. As a matter of fact, I was like, I was like "Damn you, Slash! Making me want to go fast." This this heavy metal made me have a lead foot, and here we are. That's it. Five dude, minutes later, you. work. <laughs> yeah, or at least five but, minutes later than you're used to. But uh, I was gonna say I wasn't late. I was not as early. As, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, brother. Well, that was a good, good episode. Uh, we covered a lot of good stuff. Um, we'll be back in actually a, a couple of days um, since we're recording a little late. So we'll be back, hopefully, uh, assuming the internet gods are, are kind to us. We'll be back next Tuesday to dive into more what we got. Um, I know I've got a lot of orders coming in and uh, see what's going on in this crazy world of, of collectibles and uh Anything else that's cool and retro. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm Brad, and I'm getting out of here. And uh, Uncle BJ, you want to get out of here too? Let's go. I'm ready to throw it back. All right. Talk to you all next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Throwbacks. Do us a favor, head on over to Twitter and follow us at ThrowbacksPod. You can communicate, tweet us, whatever you want to do over there. And when you're done with that, head on over to YouTube and look us up at Throwbacks Podcast.